Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hi everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we are recording episode 111 and today is another one of our craft episodes and we are going to be speaking all about sequels and series. Another exciting episode. (laughs) Yes. I've been looking forward to this. I can't believe we haven't done a series one yet given we're writing a series. So (laughs) (laughs) this is a good point. Well, at least a dedicated series one. Yeah. But before we jump into that, we should give you all another writing update on where we're at. Do you want to start us off with that, Ashley? Sure. So I haven't been doing much writing recently. I had a baby a couple months ago. His name is TJ. I don't think I've talked about him much on the podcast. So technically, we've been having a little bit of a break um, as Sarah came to New Zealand for a couple of weeks, spent time with her family, and I've obviously been dealing with a newborn baby. Uh, But I have managed to do some editing of The Price of Pandemonium and I probably only have mm, maybe six chapters left to go before hitting the end. So I am looking forward to getting to the end of that and then hopefully we can get that onto our um, proofreader, which would be good. Get the ball rolling on. Yes, hopefully that would be exciting. Get the ball rolling on hopefully getting that published in the next little while. Yes. What about you, Sarah? So as Ashley mentioned, I went to New Zealand. Um, It was really exciting to see family and I haven't been doing very much uh, writing at all because of that. Um, I spent three weeks there. I have done a tiny little bit of editing of Darkness Set Us Free, but yeah, it's been very just where I can fit it in and (laughs) not very much, but yeah. So that's where I'm at. Sometimes life gets in the way and I think that's okay. We can all acknowledge that. It's okay sometimes. Yeah. I think we've got like fair excuses this time. (laughs) This time. Yes, yes. And I'm going to, I'm managing to find a bit more time now. So I'm yeah. looking forward to being able to do a little bit more as his napping and feeding gets a bit more predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so the main discussion about sequels and series. I thought in the first instance, we could, I guess, basically go over the different types of series that exist uh, because there are, um, I guess, a variety of ways you can structure a series of novels. So, Sarah? So, there are three main types of series. So, there's episodic, serial, or dynamic, and interlinked series. But generally, the books in an episodic series can be read in any order and feature the same protagonists in each book. Uh, The two main genres where you will find this type of series are romance and mystery. Uh, Some examples include series like Jack Reacher or Clive Cussler's Dirk Pitt series. Uh, Dynamic or serial series um, have an overarching story that is told through a number of installments and usually have to be read chronologically. So this includes books like the Harry Potter series and the Tomorrow series, which we've mentioned on the podcast before. 
Yes. And finally, interlinked series focus on a cast of characters all within the same world. So different books might follow different protagonists, but they're all sort of related to each other through their common universe. Um, and because, as we've mentioned, all of these types of series, so episodic, serial, and interlinked, they're all different, it's really important for you to consider what type of series you want to write. And this often depends on the nature of your first book, if it's written, or the concept of your first book, if you haven't written it yet. So now that we've kind of overviewed series. <laughs> <laughs> Very briefly, but yes. Very briefly, but I think that's all you need to know, and I I kind of I was going to skip over that entirely, but I thought no, it is sort of important to think about, you know, be aware that there are different types, and yes. you know, the different types can really influence how you end up writing your book or um, writing your series as well, and the structure and that, which we'll get into later on in this episode. So the next thing I thought we could talk about is what do we think makes series a popular format to both write in and to read and then kind of segueing into why slash how we decided to write our books um, as a series. So Sarah, do you want to go first? Sure. So the main thing which I think everyone enjoys about writing a series is that you get to follow a set of characters over a longer span of time. Um, and as you get to know a character, uh, both as a writer and a reader, it's a little bit sad <laughs> to part ways with that character. And the longer format of a series really allows you to get inside their mind, their world, and get to know them as people. <laughs> um, and the longer you read a series, the more real these characters become. The other thing is being able to develop the world further or explore other character points of view that you may not have been able to include in the first novel. If, if you're doing the interlinked series type, sometimes you can explore different viewpoints, which can be interesting and fun way of creating a series. And because of these points, they can often sell better than standalone novels because readers get to the end of the first novel and they get excited about the prospect of the journey continuing. Um, or sometimes readers can pick the series up in the middle and go back for the first book to see what they missed. So each book in the series becomes an opportunity to market and sell the prior or succeeding novels. And I like writing series for all these reasons, but mainly because I'm very character focused and I just want to see how the rest of the character's life pans <laughs> out. I was just about to say, very typical of us, character driven. <laughs> yes. Um, so following a character through a long time span is really exciting for me to watch them grow and develop is what I've written, <laughs> which just seems very like. It's almost like, you know, you're looking after your kids kind of thing. Like, oh, I want to see how, how they develop into adults, <laughs> you know. It is very interesting, I think. It's almost like a theoretical question of, like, if I put someone with this personality into this situation, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> and I find it's like an interesting social experiment of your own mind in a weird way. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's just really fun creating a series and making characters that you really get to explore and watch develop because they surprise you when you give them enough time and space to do so. As you mentioned before about profits and, you know, 
getting a readership that's you know willing to come back for more books in a series that's a bonus I guess of having a series and I think that's also I guess the reason why readers like it too right like if you've got your readers that really really enjoy um, following your character's journey well then you they want to read more about them which is obviously why you know I'm really drawn to both reading and writing series too you really if you find those characters that you really like you'll go back for more you're like oh yes you know their next book's coming out I wonder what happens to so-and-so yeah I was trying to think back though to when we first wrote when the rain falls when it was its original title Um, (laughs) and how we originally just wrote that one book but obviously it was we had a lot of fun writing it and then wanted to carry on uh, and write more Um, so I guess that's kind of how when the rain falls became the first book of a series yeah and we did get a bit carried away writing those the next books but we did rein it in later and made it a little bit more logical and structured (laughs) yes and then for the ancient Greece book I guess we've more gone with the option of leaving it open to sequels and a series if that makes any sense (laughs) Like we haven't boxed ourselves into a standalone through the time period and the event that we chose to write about. Yeah, I think because that it's a historical sort of fiction novel, you know, you can continue just along the timeline, but it's a very interesting point in time that we chose. So it's got like lots going on that, you know, you're not going to just run dry of like plot events because there's something happening around the corner all the time. There's decades of plot events. <laughs> <laughs> so this is that, like, you know, when you've already got kind of like the background plot, like set, like we can continue on if we so desire. Yes. And that was, it was, that one was definitely a, a conscious decision as well, given we haven't finished the book yet. And we thoroughly enjoy, I think, writing series from our experience through when the rainfall. So we wanted to keep that option open for our, yeah, adult fiction or historical fiction as well. I think the way we have the plot lined up at the moment, though, I feel like if we follow it, if we follow our plot plan, that we will end up having to write a sequel because yeah. <laughs> otherwise it would just kind of leave people hanging. But <laughs> yeah, it's not finished yet, so we'll see, though. We might get there and be like, actually, it makes a good, you know, this would be a good point to end it or if we tied this up I don't know we'll see we shall see the next question um I thought we could tackle was all about how writing a series differs to writing a standalone novel and we kind of just started touching on that now about the our historical fiction book did you want to go first Sarah it's different because you not only have to have a book arc but a series arc so I was thinking of this mainly like structurally to begin with so you want to be hitting all the same structural points like the inciting incident the all is lost moment and the climax just as a few examples but over a longer span Um, so you still have to have the single book arc but it becomes part of a wider arc And so you can plan this or you can pants it, but either way, it's got to be present for the series to feel complete or at least for like a serial and um, like one that's kind of set in a sort of linear fashion with like one main protagonist. 
it's a little bit different for like the linked um, kind of series and even for the episodic type of series where, you know, you're not going to have like episodic, you don't have that whole character development over the entire series. It's just like little sort of epi episodes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same point, like, you know, most series sort of fall into the more linear kind of range. And I think for most people writing a series, you're going to want that series arc. But also, you know, like any series should have some dangling threads that aren't quite wrapped up at the end of the series to carry you from book to book. And a standalone is in some ways more challenging because you have to have the major questions answered. You can maybe leave a couple of minor things open, but it has to feel like the plot was fully resolved or readers will be expecting a second book and disappointed when there isn't one. They are very different in the terms of like how you go about resolving your plot or sort of what threads you leave open. How about you, Ashley? I would I would definitely agree. Having to put the time in to, you know, have those arcs satisfying over the course of a series um, is definitely a big difference between writing a standalone and writing um, a series. And I think even in some episodic and interlinked series, there are still parts that follow into the next books as well anyways mm -hmm. which do require thought um, and a little bit of planning. I also thought a little bit about I guess the time and commitment required to write a series because once you have that first book and even if you get to putting the second book out you then have quite a committed readership and series require a lot of time yeah. and a lot of commitment to finish them so I guess once you begin, your readers are going to expect more books to get to the conclusion and you have to be committed and have the time to write them uh, so you don't lose them. So I think that's an important point uh, to put in about series versus standalone because I guess your standalone's one and done <laughs> um, yeah. and your readers aren't necessarily anxiously waiting to find out what happens with that cliffhanger you left them on uh, back in book two <laughs> or yes. whatever it is. <laughs> And spamming you, asking you when it's going to be going to be written. So I think that's a really important thing to consider as well. Uh, I think that leads quite nicely into the next section of the podcast, which I thought could cover the pros and cons of writing a series versus a standalone. Uh, we've probably covered a little bit, touched on them a little bit in the previous uh, question, but I thought we could just expand on it a little bit uh, for you guys. Sarah? Yeah, so for me, the major pros of writing series, we sort of outlined a little bit in the first point. Um, so the ability to entice readers by following a character over a longer portion of time, um, the marketability of a series versus standalone uh, is generally better for generating interest in your backlist. Um, I also did want to say on that point that, uh, you know, it gives you the opportunity to create box sets, which or um, another marketing tool that you can have for a series versus a standalone. On the other hand, you can lose some readers along the way if people don't have the time commitment to read an entire series or weren't interested in the setup of the first book. They may not go on to read the next. Standalones can attract a wider and more varied audience by having different characters and different situations, but there are also a few risks 
that are common to series. So slow pacing of a series can sometimes cause frustration in your readers uh, if you've drawn it out too much (laughs) or if the writer meanders too far from the main plot. But then some, on the other hand, some common pitfalls of standalones can be superficial characters. So you have less time to develop the characters, which can cause development to fall by the wayside in favor of crafting an intricate plot. So I think those are kind of the main points for me that is different pros and cons of writing a series versus standalone novel that you might want to consider. I definitely agree with your pros and cons list. Uh, Given my current um, issue with time at the moment, a lot of my pros and cons were revolved around that, which I think is is an important thing to consider. So I guess some of the cons for writing a series, one is, I kind of mentioned this before, readers expect timely publication of the next books, which requires you to commit to writing and publishing them. So I guess if you're pressed for time, that can be quite stressful to try and get books out in a nice timely fashion. Um, I think sometimes as the writer, it sometimes can be mentally challenging to keep writing the same characters over a really long series, especially ones that get under your skin. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) there's some that you really like and you enjoy following, but there's always those ones where you're like, ah, really? Yeah, don't want to deal with them at this point. Um, you know, I've been with them for quite a while. So I think that can be, you know, a challenge as well for writers. And if you're not such a fan of planning, I think although you can pants a whole series, at some point you do need to start planning, especially when you're getting towards the end, and to make sure that you're, as Sarah mentioned earlier, wrapping up all the dangling threads and loose ends and give us giving your readers the satisfying ending. So I think the planning of a series can sometimes also be a little bit challenging um, for for writers as well Mm -hmm. Uh, and the pros I pretty much agreed with all of the ones you said I think I had written the same ones down Uh, so things like sales and readership are off you know are a good thing Um, especially if you've done a good job because your readers are going to keep coming back and obviously generating sales for you Um, I did focus on the fact that you get to follow the characters that you really like um, and you don't have to part with them so soon, Yes, (laughs) which is really fun when you're the writer. Uh, And I think overall um, it can really maximize returns from the world that you've spent so long creating because I guess not only can you have your main series, but you can do your spin-off series, your your prequels, um, all of that kind of stuff, which I think is a really great – I guess, source of material for you, especially when you've spent so long uh, in that world. Um, It's good to be able to have lots of different, I guess, streams of revenue that can come in from all your hard work. And yeah, was there anything else you want to add about that part, Sarah? Or or good? No, I think that's a good summary. (laughs) Uh, So I thought, uh, I guess, for the final part of this craft episode, part one of series and sequels I thought we could talk about some of the things you should consider before you start writing a series so this little this part's going to contain some talk about things like genre and plot character and um, time commitment so I thought we could kind of just tackle each one briefly and then yeah see where it takes us so Sarah what do you think you need to consider about genre uh, before you start writing a series 
So you kind of touched on this very briefly that some genres are better than others for series and others are more suited as standalones. So considering your genre is important. For example, I haven't really read, I'm sure they exist. However, I haven't really read any horror series at all. Like a lot of the horror that I've read has been standalone. And I think that's because like often there's like a central thing that needs to be resolved or like this like scary thing that either they survive or they die or whatever like (laughs) for the very simple black and white survival or death (laughs) very simply (laughs) but you know so I think it lends to standalone quite well for like the horror genre not saying that you can't do horror series and as I said you know I'm sure they people do do them but whereas something like romance is definitely more popular as a series and then mystery is kind of one that like straddles where it can be like a good standalone or it becomes a good episodic kind of series where we're seeing like one major mystery per book that gets resolved fully but then you like follow the character through like different mysteries so you know like there's definitely differences for different genres over like the choices that you might take in making a series however you know there are ways to make series in different genres that don't traditionally utilize the series structure and you know, I think we're seeing more and more series become available because it's such a popular choice and because that readers love series, writers love series. And, you know, there there is no, like, strict, oh, you're writing this, then you must adhere to this structure. Like, yeah. you know, do what you want, but it's maybe something to consider. What about you, Ashley? Yeah, I definitely agree that a lot of, some genres are better suited to series than others. And I think I might add that, some readers of specific genres also expect them to be series as well. This is true. I feel like fantasy is like more often series, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So if you're writing in a certain genre and you're thinking of a standalone, maybe you should consider a series if that makes sense. I, I would think genres like fantasy, often sci-fi, YA is a big one where YA is really popular in series as well. And then historical fiction too. People love series uh, in those. So I think rather than being like, oh, maybe I should do a standalone, maybe think maybe I should do a series if it's a genre people enjoy reading series in. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd just add that to your very good summary of genre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that takes us to plot and what you need to consider about your plot before writing a series. Sarah? So most often there are holes left open in the plot to continue from one book to another, although this doesn't mean that you can leave the entire ending wide open. (laughs) I feel like I need to say that because, you know, you come across some books and it's like, oh, what happened to the climax? Like, it didn't actually resolve. Basically, you still need to wrap the book up, but there's always a question left remaining. Sometimes... I would say the question's created by the climax a lot of the time and that question carries you through. So it's like, oh, we've gone through this entire like journey, but 
And the bus <laughs> yep. is your next book. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have to add to that, Ashley? Um, I kind of looked at it as, you know, you've got your plot idea and you're thinking, hey, do I write a standalone or do I write a series about this plot? And I think the first question is whether your plot is strong enough to stretch a whole series or whether you can wrap it up in one book. I think that's the first important question because if it's not strong enough to stretch a whole series, that's when you get the ones that are really slow paced. Because yeah. you're trying to stretch it out <laughs> yeah. to make it fit a series when maybe it could have been just a standalone or maybe just, um, I would say duo, but that's not the right word, but it's the only word I can think of. <laughs> Another, a few other things to consider about plot that might help you determine whether it's, you know, going to fit in just one book or in a series is the timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, is it just, you know, does it take place in an hour or two or is this something that takes over, you know, takes multiple days or weeks or months or years? Cause that could determine whether or not a series is for you. And I guess finally, because Sarah and I love character <laughs> and characters are central to your plot. Um, have you allowed your characters enough room for development in the series? Which links to the next part before I talk too much about character <laughs> is um, what you do need to consider about your characters or character in general before you write a series. Yeah, so... You know, often a series will follow events in one character's life, but it doesn't have to. Um, It can follow events of the cast of the first book, um, with the sequel perhaps exploring a different character's viewpoint. But it should still have links running from book to book. And the first main character might become a secondary character in the next installment. I think you want to consider, like, with each installment, like, whether that character is suited to tell this plot from the next novel or whether you're better suited to do like in a linked series or whether you keep following that character whether they've still got some growth that they need to do or whether you just have no character growth and do like an episodic kind of thing <laughs> not that you can't do like I guess you can do episodic with that with character growth but it's just like a lot of the episodic that I've read has no character growth like you know the Lee Child series and Clive Cussler kind of stuff like you mentioned to begin with. No, but but I guess that's what people like about it, right? You can just read anyone you want, basically. So I guess for me, it's very similar thoughts. When you're considering characters that have to stand up to a whole series, I guess you're looking at whether they're complex enough to hold the reader's attention and liking, even though, you know, you can have dips and stuff through your characters. Like sometimes our characters, some people might be like, oh, you're a bit annoying now. But they always do <laughs> come back. But yeah, whether they're complex enough and whether they have enough time to, I guess, and enough flaws, I guess, to have some sort of character evolving through the series yeah. and they're not static. And I guess another important thing is, I know not all characters have to be likable, but you don't want a annoying, unlikable protagonist for an entire series. I think there has to be some sort of likability to your characters when you're going to put them or at least one of them through a series so that readers want to read about them from multiple books yes. and aren't just irritated. <laughs> so I feel like a character that you're not you don't not super fond of can be fine in a standalone because you've got one yeah, book. Even then, but yeah. Yeah. So I think that is a I guess my points to about character to think about when you're trying to decide whether you're gonna have mm-hmm. a series or not. Um, and finally, I've sort of mentioned this 
before, but time commitment. Uh, what do you need to consider about time commitment before you embark on writing a series? I've just written basically what you kind of mentioned already is that you it's a big commitment versus a standalone novel and you don't want to get into the middle of a series and then drop it because your readers will be like, well, that sucks. Like now I don't know what happens to this character and like now I'm left hanging and I'm never going to know how it pans out and yeah so they're probably not going to come back for other books because that they don't trust you as a writer to be able to um, deliver the promise that you started basically when you start out a series you're making a promise to your readers that you're going to give them like a satisfying series and a satisfying ending to the series and yeah that's another thing is that if you end the series poorly we'll get to that in part two I think because endings are really important when it comes to series well they're important anyways but in series they're a lot more important yeah I definitely agree with the time commitment it does take ages to write a series and it's important to consider one whether you like your story and characters enough to commit to writing it for a whole series like it can seem quite fun for the first book but then when you think about it you're like do I really want to stick with these characters for like seven books or whatever your series is so then maybe you might want to reconsider if um, you feel that way and then do you actually have the time to write a series because it's all nice to you know have like the idea of writing a series but do you think you have the time to stick to your publishing schedule to get your books out in a timely fashion because your readers are going to expect more books from you and you don't want to leave them hanging like Sarah said I think finally are you actually passionate about telling your story and like passionate about your characters and plot because if not it can be a bit uh challenging mentally challenging (laughs) to stay committed to your series so those would be my points about I guess whether you have the time and commitment to Definitely. write a series. Was there anything else you wanted to add, Sarah, about anything we've talked about so far? No, I think, you know, this is a good spot to round it up for our first half of our series discussion. Um, you know, I'm sure there's many things that we haven't covered, but well, we will cover a little bit more in the next episode. So tune in for that. And as to the stuff that we have not touched on, then feel free to talk to us and get in contact with us about like your experiences of writing series and what things you have found. We're always open to learning more. So there are still some spots left on our author spotlight section. Uh, If you're interested in applying, you can head on over to our website, lindesoncreations.com and hover your mouse over the podcast tab and you'll find a link to apply. Next time on Dear Writer, as we said, it's our part two discussion on writing series where we're going to focus on planning, outline and publishing a series. So it's a little bit more of the nitty gritty, I guess, of writing a series, which I'm looking forward yes. to. Uh, if you'd like to know any more about us or our writing projects, you can visit us at the aforementioned website, lindersoncreations.com, or get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle Lindison Creations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Mm-hmm.